Welcome back to the Wool Gatherer Podcast. How's it going? Good to see you. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode. Uh, today we're going to do kind of a shorter episode, just because I don't have that much time. Um, but I kind of wanted to, you know, get something recorded and uh, get that sent out the next week. Um, so that I can, you know, cover this topic um, but then move on to um, what I have planned next, because um, I have an idea for a series of episodes um, that I'll tell you about probably later. Um, so we're going to jump right into it today. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I actually have an outline for today's show, <laughs> which if you listen to the last episode with uh, me and Cam, I don't usually outline what I'm going to talk about. Which is not great. Uh, but I asked a couple weeks ago on my Instagram, which, by the way, if you're not following, please go give me a follow. Um, that's where you'll get updates about new episodes um, and fun polls and things uh, where I can get your ideas for what I'm going to talk about uh, in a future episode. Um, so a couple weeks ago I sent out, you know, one of the question poll things um, that asked uh, if you could ask me any question, what would you ask? Um, and I didn't get that many responses, which is not surprising. I mean, this is a small podcast um, and I don't have that many followers, but um, I do have some good questions um, that I picked out that I would like to share and answer just so you can get to know me a little bit better. Um, I'd like to think by now that you know me pretty well. Um, but hey, I mean, obviously there's some questions that you've, you're curious about that uh, I haven't answered yet. Or maybe I have answered and you just weren't paying attention. <laughs> Which is fine, too. Um, I will start with a side note, though. Uh, I did get um, a couple uh, regarding politics. Uh, I do not talk about politics on the show. Uh, mostly because they make me irritated and uncomfortable, and that's not the vibe I'm going for on this show. Um, so I will not answer questions of those nature um, and questions that are meant to um, start an argument. What I will say is, obviously, um, you make your own uh, judgment on what politician you support or whatever, uh, but... Um, Obviously, the right choice is to um, support people who um, respect, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, respect others, essentially, um, who don't incite violence and who treat others uh, equally and support um, and do everything they can to support those who are facing uh, oppression and violence. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue politics here. That's not what I'm here for. Hopefully that's not why you're here. Um, if you are here to hear me argue about politics, it ain't going to happen. So, sorry, but that's not why I'm here. Um, and yeah, you make your own judgments about who you support. Uh, but I highly encourage that you keep yourself informed um, and that you... Um, support someone who 
respects all people equally. There you go. That's my lecture. <laughs> so, the future. If I ask for um, suggestions or questions, don't ask me about politics. You will get the exact same answer. Um, there you go. <laughs> well, let's get right into it, shall we? Take a sip of my coffee. Kind of a little parched after having to answer that. I had to make my coffee today like usually I just drink what my dad made earlier from our big coffee pot but he took it all um so I had to I made some french press coffee and it's not that great um, it also doesn't have my favorite ingredient which is Bailey's so anywho um yeah on to the questions let's see how many I have one two three four five I have nine nine questions nice and short that's okay uh, that's right what I was going for. I hope this is recording. Is this recording? Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was looking at my Word document of my outline and I forgot if I was recording. See, this is why I don't outline. Anyhow, let's jump right into it. Um, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to save that for last. Uh, we'll start off with a question from my number one fan and PR director. Um, that would be uh, Joey. Um, so the question was, ask me anything, and Joey said weather. Um, currently, it's about 24 degrees. Uh, it's getting dark, so I don't know if it's cloudy or not. Uh, it's 6.34 on uh, February 8th. Um, that's the current weather report. <laughs> Potential for snow tonight, tomorrow. Um I don't know why you'd ask me and not your weather app, but hey, you know, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> uh, if you're asking me what my favorite weather is, I did talk about that uh, two podcasts ago um, when I had Fran and Lindsay on. Uh, my favorite favorite weather is heavy snow or uh, a thunderstorm. Heavy rain, I think I said. But that's that. Uh, dream job. You know, it's funny, when I was little, I really wanted to be a librarian. I'm glad I didn't go to school for that, though. That's kind of a, unfortunately, it's it's a dying profession. Um, I predict that in the next, in my lifetime, we will see um, physical books go away, which is really, really terrible. Um, but I hope I'm wrong, because people have thought that before, and, uh, like when the Nook books came out and now our Nook books are piled and like holding up our remotes or something like that. We don't use them. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Especially because of my line of work. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but that's not what I was talking about. Dream job. Um, I would love to be a screenwriter. Obviously, that's what I'm going to school for. Um, but I would like to um, write things for Disney Lucasfilm. Uh, specifically, I'd love to write a Star Wars show. Oh, love that. Uh, fortunately for me, Disney is moving, or Lucasfilm rather, is moving in the way um, that is putting television shows on Disney Plus at the forefront of what they're putting out, which is really good because that gives them more room to kind of experiment with a younger writer. Like me. 
Um, so that would be my dream job working for Lucasfilm. Uh, that's also coincidentally the only job I can think of right now that I would move across the country for, like uproot my life currently and move, you know, cause I, I love Pennsylvania. Like I love where I'm at right now and, uh, I really can't see leaving it or leave like going too far away. Like I'd go like New York or Ohio. Oh, no, I wouldn't go to Ohio. I don't like Ohio. Sorry if you're from Ohio. It's too flat. I lived in Ohio for two years. It was I didn't have a good time. Um, but you know, like I, I, I wouldn't uproot my life and move across the country for something that, you know, wasn't exactly what I wanted. And uh, if it was Lucasfilm, that's what I want. I'm also not saying like I wouldn't ever for sure. I mean, who knows? But dream job scenario, writer for Lucasfilm. Uh, favorite video game. See, that's tough because I haven't been like gaming for very long. And I think I probably talked to Cam about this last week because we talked about video games a lot. Um, I can probably count on both my hands how many video games I've ever played. Actually, I'll try. Um, the first video game I really remember playing was Battlefront 2, like the original Battlefront 2 on PlayStation. Um, and it was excellent. So good. Um, then I remember playing the uh, new Battlefront 1 that came out in like 2015. And I remember being very underwhelmed. Um, I played a lot of like DS Game Boy Advance games when I was younger, but none of them are, you know, like anything special. I think the very, very first video game, like, I owned was for my Game Boy Advance, and it was, um, it's like a dual cartridge thing, where it was Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, and, uh, I never completed those games. It was, to this day, like, I, I, we got rid of my Game Boy not long ago because I lost the charger to it, so it's, it's useless, but, um, yeah, I never finished those games, so, whatever. Um, what else have I played? Uh, I only recently got an Xbox. I got an Xbox. <laughs> I got an Xbox after I had a really bad, like, class or something last, like, September, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to GameStop and I'm going to go buy an Xbox. Because <laughs> my friend and I had been looking at him because he wanted me to get one so that we could play. Um, but I, I finally was like, you know what? I'm this is, this is too much. I need something in my life that I'm going to enjoy right now. So I went and I bought an Xbox. And uh, yeah. I, I play, usually I play Battlefront 2. That's my main game um, that I'm actually decent at. And then I play uh, Warzone. Um, Rocket League, uh, and I just got into NHL 20. I'm not a huge fan, but, you know, um, and then the next game I'm going to get is, uh, the new Lego Star Wars, the, uh, the full Skywalker saga. Um, oh, and I played Fallen Order. Great game. Kind of useless once you've completed it, though, because you don't want to go back through it. Um, but my favorite video game, Battlefront 2. 
No question. Uh, favorite feature? I assume this means, like, favorite feature of, like, me and not, like, movie? Um, I mean, you all know what my favorite movie is. I've talked about that several times. Favorite feature? Um, ah, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. I'd say probably like my eyes. I really like my eye color. Yeah. Yeah, my eyes. Favorite feature. Uh, oh, this is another one from Joey. He says favorite color. My favorite color, Joey, is blue. Uh, and it's like, it's kind of a little darker than a royal blue. Um, actually, I'm looking at Microsoft Word right now. The color of the bar that goes across the top, like that dark blue. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite color. Um, yeah. Um, would you consider a Scout ASMR episode or trying vlogging? Hmm. First of all, Scout would not sit here long enough to be uh, ASMR'd to. Um, she would probably get very bored and probably a little bitchy with me. Um, Scout does this thing where if she thinks that you're messing with her, which about half the time I interact with her, I'm messing with her. Um, but she will kind of just kind of like glare at you a little bit and then snap at your face. <laughs> Not like she's not trying to bite you. Like that's not her, not her intent. Her intent is to get like, she wants to play is what it is. And she's like serious for a second. She's like, what's going on? And then she's like, oh, you're trying to play with me. And then, uh, then she'll just do a little lunge and snap at you. Never bite. She doesn't, she would never bite, but yeah, she's naughty. You, you don't want to hear her in an ASMR video. Are you kidding me? That would, oh, see, she does this. I don't know, like, if this is a golden thing, because my old dog did this too. My last golden did this. But Scout, when she's either trying to get your attention or, like, hungry or, like, really, really happy, she'll come up and just sit next to you and look at you, and then she'll just go, <sighs> like, repeatedly. And it's funny, but it's just weird. <laughs> it's cute, but you don't want to hear that. She's a nasty eater, too. She burps all the time. <sighs> so, it hey, if comment in the in the Instagram uh, comment section if you really want that. If you really want me to do an ASMR video with my dog, I will give the people what they want. Oh my god, Joey texted me. Hi, Joey. <laughs> he just sent me a Snapchat in the middle of my podcast recording. That's kind of funny. Maybe he knows what we're talking about. him. How's this happening? Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I saw that my phone's not plugged in, but it said it's like resting on my computer. Um, and it says it's charging, but it's not plugged in. So I picked it up and I realized I was looking at a at a uh, screenshot of a screen. Um, anyway, to answer the second part of your video 
um, person who commented, would you consider Scout ASMR or vlogging? I have thought about vlogging, but here's what I have realized. Uh, my life is not exciting. <laughs> I don't want to watch a vlog about it. Um, and also, I don't have the equipment, too. Um, maybe if I had the equipment, but... You know, I also, I was really into kind of vlog stuff for a while on YouTube and stuff like that. But recently, I, like, I really, I just don't care. I can barely get through my own life, let alone become invested in someone else's, you know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, maybe, but also I don't want my face all over the place. Like, ugh. I hope someday I'm famous, but until then... I really don't want people to see my face. <laughs> I have to see my face. That's enough. Um, okay. Favorite TV show? Hmm. You know, it takes a lot for me to get into, into a TV show. Like, if it doesn't grab me from the first episode, I'm gone. Like, you've lost me. That happened with Queen's Gambit. Like, it didn't get me from the get-go, and I was like, pfft over it same thing with Bridgerton not a fan but like something like Game of Thrones that gets you right into the action I mean the the series starts with a chase through the forest or something like that with the uh, White Walkers and it's cool it's like oh where's this gonna go and like the dire wolves and it's like oh yes and things like The Mandalorian, even WandaVision. Like, I really liked how, I mean, it didn't grab you from the get-go, but it made you think from the get-go. And it's like, where's this going to go? Um, so, yeah, there you go. Those are the three shows I would say are my favorites. Uh, Mandalorian, WandaVision, and Game of Thrones. If I had to pick one, I won't, I won't pick one. They're all tied for first. Um. But who knows? I said last week Man uh, uh, WandaVision was better than Mandalorian, and then the new episode came out, and I'm even more convinced of that. They just basically, like, confirmed the multiverse last week. It's crazy. Oh, sorry, spoilers, but whatever. Um, all right, I think I have two more questions, and then I'll, I'll be done. This is going to be a short one, guys been hammering you with the hour and a half long episodes and we'll take it easy this week <sighs> uh best thing you've ever written that's so hard i've written so much <laughs> um you gotta understand my my career as a writer has taken me all over the place um i have portfolios of uh, prose, short story, poetry, and now I have um, scripts as well. Um, so it, it's hard to just single out one. Um, best thing you've ever written. Um, God, I don't know. Like, I'm writing something right now. I'm writing a musical right now about... Uh, Gwendolyn, her name is Queen Gwendolyn of the Britons. She was allegedly, uh, so the legend goes, 
um, was the first queen of the Britons in the 11th century BC. Um, and it's a really interesting story. She's like, she's a hundred generations before King Arthur. And it's like connected to it. Like they're related, I think. I don't know. It's interesting. It, it's, there's a lot of room to kind of move around. Um, but she led an army to defeat her husband and then took his crown and it's it's an interesting story and I think it has a lot of potential and I'm really excited that I thought about it um but I don't know I mean obviously it's not written yet so I think that has potential to be the best thing um I mean it's the same thing I'm writing the third my third book right now rewriting my third book right now um which I, I had to completely rewrite it. Like, I, I saved nothing um, from my first um, copy. Um, and I'm rewriting it now, and it's it's getting real good. And I'm really proud of how um, I kind of broke the mold that I had created in the first, in the previous two books. Um, and we're into something different and more real and scarier and way more personal. Um, and I'm really, really happy with how that turned out. Is turning out. I'm not done yet. Um, so again, I think that could be the best thing I've ever written. If I had to go off of something that's already done, I mean, I don't know. Let me think. Um, I'm going to have to go with Crossroads which is the, my senior thesis show that I wrote at St. Vincent. And I think that's the best thing. Um, I feel very, very attached to it. Um, so obviously, I've told these stories before, uh, but I'll tell it again. Um, <laughs> like that, that was the show that um, made me change my major, um, that got me into grad school, that like, really changed direction for where I was going. Um, so, and I appreciate it so, so deeply on that level, but also it's the most personal show I've ever written, or most personal thing I've ever written. Um, Cause I, it, it's a standard of mine to put myself into my characters. Um, so each character that I've written uh, mirrors part of my path, like where I've been, where I'm going, or mirrors a like personality trait. Like for example, like Jayana, like it has my exact personality, speaks how I do, all that jazz. Um, while others, you know, like um, like the 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 project I'm working on now, Gwendolyn, she was um, like happy in her place. And then was driven out by forces outside her control. Sounds kind of like how, at least a, a lot of people I know, a lot of my friends and I were driven out of college by a pandemic. Um, and are unsure now where to go. Um, so, where was I? Ah, but um, Crossroads, um, there are really three main characters and each one is very, very, very different. And each one is um, like a different part of me. And 
having those things kind of interact with each other and work itself out in a really moving way is, uh, you know, that's very important to me. And, uh, you know, that, that piece is just, I don't know, best writing I've ever done. I was re- I'm really proud of it. I still am. So I'll have to re- re- rewrite some parts of it, redo the formatting, because the formatting was jacked up. Um, but yeah, no, that's the best thing I've ever written. The best show I've been involved in, too. Not to toot my own horn. I didn't mean, like, it's not the best show because it was my show. It was the best show because it was um, such a wonderful thing to be able to work with uh, my friends and to be, to see them be able to bring what I've written to life um, in a way that I had only kind of thought about before, you know? Even if I had, like, if I hadn't directed that show, if I had just watched them perform what I wrote, you know, it was an amazing experience. And I'm very, very, very fortunate to have been able to have that. So if I hadn't, I would probably be employed as a... <laughs> I'd be employed right now. Um, I'd, I'd be a science person. And God, I, that would have been miserable. <laughs> Nothing against science. I still got a minor in science, so don't come for me, scientists. If you're out there listening, hello. Welcome to the podcast. <sighs> How long have I been talking? I'm supposed to go live on Twitch in five minutes. Whoops. That's okay. I only have one, one question left. I'm doing okay on time. What's your favorite obscure Star Wars fact? Where to begin? I'm going to rattle off a few. I thought of a few beforehand. This is a question I had to kind of think about. Um, One of them, this is from the sequel trilogy. Uh, Did you know the Porgs, the little bird things? um, The only reason they exist is because um, Skellig Michael, which was the filming location for Luke's Island, um, Octo, I think is what it's called, Skellig Michael is a puffin sanctuary. So the island is literally full of puffins. Uh, which is super cool. But puffins don't exist in the Star Wars universe. Until they realized they needed to CGI them out. But rather than do that, they figured, we'll just tweak them a little bit. So, Porgs were born. I think that's funny. I, I think that's very ingenious, actually. But, uh... Yeah, so Porks is, exists because the filming site is a puffin sanctuary. So a lot of the porks you see from a distance are just a little bit touched up puffins. Uh, what else? Uh, original lightsabers were made from um, parts of cameras. So specifically like the legacy lightsaber, which was Anakin's and Luke's and Ray's. Um, that was made from a Graflex camera, like, uh, that goes up to the little light thing. Sorry, I'm not really, uh, <laughs> I'm not attuned to my photography side. Um, but it was part of a camera. And uh, I think you could still buy that part. I'm sure it's 
very expensive now, but that's where it comes from. I thought that's kind of cool. Same thing. I think the Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber from A New Hope is a different kind of camera, but, and Darth Vader's lightsaber, obviously, Graflex. Um, and then the other obscure Star Wars fact, and I actually, I wrote a paper on this, and part of that paper is now featured in one of my former professor's uh, uh, text, like, workbooks for his class, which I am very, I'm very honored. Um, but there's a moment in A New Hope where R2-D2 and C-3PO are walking through the deserts of Tatooine. And actually, it's just C-3PO because he abandoned R2-D2 at that point. Um, but C-3PO is walking along and there's this giant skeleton on the ridge behind him. Um, that if you look into the lore and whatever, it's a crate dragon skeleton. Um, which they, you know, kind of tweaked with in Mandalorian. Um, but that skeleton, like, should not, it was not made for Star Wars. And it shouldn't have been there. The story behind that skeleton was it belonged, it was from a flopped 1960s Disney movie called One of Our Dinosaurs is Missing. It was, I believe, a Diplodocus skeleton, a very, very poorly made one, anatomically incorrect. It it looked like a cartoon. Um, it the, the skull is terrifying. I, I can't stand looking at the skull. It creeps me out. Um... Yeah, the movie flopped, um, and they stuck the skeleton in a box in, I think, Pinewood Studios? I could be wrong. Um, but basically, they were packing a plane for Tunisia to shoot Star Wars. And um, the crew of Star Wars basically thought it was all a big joke. They thought the movie was going to flop. Um, so they were messing around. They're like, hey, let's just shove this old, stupid skeleton in the plane see what George Lucas does. And so it gets to Tunisia and they unload it. And they're like, what the hell's a skeleton doing here? And I guess George Lucas was like, I just put it in the shot. So they stretched it out across the ridge, um, took the shot. And when it came time to pack up, they said, now we good. And then left it there. So that crate dragon skeleton that you see in A New Hope um, it was just out there. Uh, they found it in the 90s. They found part of it in the 90s. They never, I don't think they ever found the skull, which is also terrifying. Um, but they found part of it when they were shooting for Phantom Menace because they went back to Tunisia. Um, but yeah, you could buy parts of it, the parts they found online <coughs> for exorbitant prices. Um, but part of it is definitely still out there in Tunisia, which is super cool, very creepy. Um, but also they left a bunch of their sets out there. Like you can visit um, the sets for Phantom Menace. Um, and then the homestead, the Lars homestead, is uh, the igloo-like thing is still out there too. But that would be my favorite obscure Star Wars fact. Not a lot of people realize it's there. Of course, you can't really see it. I mean, travel to that region now is a little bit tricky, but um, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Interesting to think about. Well, it's 7 o'clock. I'm supposed to be live on Twitch right now. 
Oh, well. Um, but that's all the questions I got. Um, yeah. Thank you for everyone who sent in questions. Uh, for those of you who didn't, what the heck I asked you to. You can turn your homework in late this time, but next time. Mm, bad things. Um, I mentioned uh, the next few podcasts at the uh, beginning of this episode. My plan is I'm going to do a series on... Um, it's going to be called the character study series. And I'm going to be character studying uh, some of my work. Uh, because I recorded an hour and 45 minute podcast where I basically do a real quick recap of all of my books. Um, and I was listening to part of it and I was like, I don't even want to listen to this. So <clears throat> I scrapped it and I'm going to go week by week um, through some of the things I've written and uh, talk about them. Sometimes some episodes will be longer than others, um, but others will be short. Um, so I'm planning on about five. We'll do maybe six or seven. I don't know. Uh, I'll do one for each of the three books I have written or I'm currently writing. Um, one for Crossroads. And then maybe one for things I've written in the past that I'm planning on going back to. So that's things like uh, the fourth book in my current series. Uh, a standalone other book that I wrote and haven't touched since ninth grade um and then also maybe this show that i'm writing right now um and also maybe the film that i wrote um last semester for grad school uh, but anyway yeah so we got some exciting things coming up uh and then of course we're gonna have probably cam back on um and i have an idea if Lindsay and fran would like to come back um or hell if one of you out there if you want to get on the podcast uh, shoot me a text, Snapchat, email, fax me, page me. Uh, yeah. But let me know. Let me know if there's something you want to hear, and I'll do it. I got nothing to lose. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, stay healthy. Stay safe. Uh, be kind to one another. And I will talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.